This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Jürgen, the man who deputised for you in the replay against Shrewsbury has left the club and taken over at Blackpool, so what was your thoughts on the Critchley taking on a new challenge? Oh, um, congratulations to Blackpool and to Neil. It's, um, it's a great thing. It's what um, I think... Uh, a nice challenge for him, a nice opportunity for him. Um, he wanted to take it. He asked club. We said yes, of course. Um, it's really nice because um, it shows that it's possible that um, you can make your way um, in as a youth or U23 coach as well. That's always what we wanted to have. We wanted to have the best people here in in all different departments that means in the in the, in the each code all the coaching roles as well that means that um, there is some requests or will hopefully be more in the future some requests from other clubs um, and um, that's exactly how it should be we don't want to have um, somebody here for like 20 years who is doing the same job um, no it's exactly like that I'm really happy for him and he, that he got that opportunity that he takes it and um, a yeah, big club and um, hopefully everything will go well. And what about his under-23s, or at least some of them getting the opportunity in the FA Cup again, or is your thinking impacted somewhat by suffering your first league defeat of the season and the need to bounce back from that? Uh, start once again. What? Yeah, I'm just wondering, were you thinking again of, of going with a number of younger players in the, in the FA Cup, or is your thinking then changed somewhat because of... The defeat at the weekend, the first league defeat, and the need to bounce back from that. No, the defeat has absolutely nothing to do with the um, with the lineup tomorrow night. But the, the lineup will uh, be shown tomorrow night, um, and not now and here. Um, we have no clue what Chelsea is doing. Why should Chelsea know what we are doing? Um, and that's it, pretty much. We always played the team uh, who gave us the best opportunity to go to the next round. That was uh, for different reasons. So it's always the physical demands of a season, stuff like this. When are the games? How are the boys in that moment? Fitness level, stuff like this. Injuries, coming back from injuries, stuff like this. It was always like this, yes, with a little exception um, of the last the replay against Shrewsbury, how we all know. But um, apart from that, it was always the same. It will be like this as well. And John Henderson's absence, what impact does that have on the team as a whole? He wasn't absent, he was in the dressing room, so just didn't play like Millie was. Um, and I, I really love how finally Hendo gets all the, the recognition he, he would have deserved maybe earlier. But um, Hendo's absence or Millie's absence was not the reason for losing against uh, Watford. So it's never like this and it will hopefully never be like that. Um, we have had enough. Some very good players on the pitch, and we didn't deliver. That's how it is, and we uh, we are not blind. We saw that. Um, but yeah, it's you know, very very important, of course. Yes, sir. Uh, just in terms of the other lads, um, fitness-wise, obviously no Joe, Nabi. Um, just wondering how much about some of Jordan is. Any other new ones? How's it looking? No new ones, I think. And Millie is back. The others not. Is that right? So, yeah, who are the no, others? No, no, oh yes, Joe. Uh, Joe and yeah. Joe and Millie are back. The others not. Um we've spoken quite a lot over the last few years about rhythm and how obviously it helps you move through matches more uh, 
uh, fluidly, shall we say. So how do you see your team's rhythm at the moment? Uh. All, all good. It's, it's, it's <laughs> look. There are so many explanations for the for the defeat, and I know it's nice. I, I, finally, you have some questions. I think it was boring um, over the time, and uh, speaking always about the same thing. But I cannot now deliver just uh, interesting answers. So it's not about the rhythm. It's not about that we didn't play well. So that's the truth. Um, and Watford hurt us in moments when we are usually in situations where we are usually much better. So it was a throw-in um, fight for the first ball, kind of blocked the, the lacrosse and on the right position for the guy who is finishing it off in the end. So three, four mistakes in, in a row that can lead to goals. That has nothing to do with rhythm. The next goal we concede in a situation um, where I think at least one, if not two, players of us thought the ball is out. That's something. It's, it's about mindset in this moment. How our concentration level, how ready you are, and we, we we saw that for ourselves. It was not the day where we showed our best attitude-wise. Apart from that, it was anyway a very difficult game because um, uh, Watford defended with in a, in a six-three-one formation, which is of course allowed, but um, quite a challenge to play against. But if you want to play against it, you have to play different, like we did. And I really thought in the beginning of the second half, finally we got it, took a while, but finally we got it and then we conceded the first goal and then we conceded the second goal and then it's not game over, but it's not that you can then build on a few good situations in the beginning of the second uh, half. Um, that's it. And nothing to do with rhythm, but it's, look, the situation we are in if you wanna, if you wanna read a book about um, how to deal with the situation, you couldn't read a book because nobody else was in the situation before us. So the boys didn't lose, and I never, I, I really had no idea how many games it was. But now I know it because everybody told me it's over now, and that um, was 44 games uh, without losing a Premier League game. The Premier League game before Watford we lost was at Man City. It was because of 11 millimeters. Imagine we wouldn't have lost that game. It would have been a run of more than 60 games, which is absolutely incredible. Sorry? And you've been yeah, apart from that's not sure, but um, maybe, if, I don't know, maybe or not. But it's just, it's, the, it's incredible. So now in this game, we didn't show, it's not that we, I know that we didn't play the stars from the sky in the, in the game against West Ham, but that's not possible. We played it three times. Four, four times in a row against teams who either fight for the league or with all they have or with um, or against Atletico if you want a team who is not in the best moment or wasn't in the best moment in the league and plays a home game in a really interesting approach where you're really defensive orientated massive um, the, the formation might so and that's the most difficult thing in, in football it's nothing to do about rhythm could we have done better of course but it's not about now picking this game out, the Watford game, and so that was the sign that something went wrong. It's not like this. It's, we have the chance to, to react, and that's how it is. The longer you are in a situation like this, the biggest challenge these boys face constantly. Everybody's fighting for everything, and we fight with questions we get asked about, is it over yet, when will, you, when will you do it, and stuff like this. So it's not that we are really bothered about it, it's just a situation. That's over now. 
That's good. So we can concentrate again completely on football, and we will do that. It was, it didn't distract us or whatever. It's just a situation. Nobody can tell us how to deal in the best way with runs like this because not a lot of teams had it. That's that's all what I can say. I was not happy with the performance, but I, it was always clear that there will be a moment where it can happen, and now it happened. So that's how it is. Nothing else. Look, we never, we never really think about lesser pressure or whatever. We are Liverpool. We are always under pressure. We always have to deliver. We, we play away at Chelsea, and everybody expects us to win there. So, which is difficult. <laughs> um, was always difficult. Will always be difficult. So, um, that's the situation. There's for sure no favorite in this game. And if then it's Chelsea because they play at home. If you look at the squad of Chelsea, how the how the, the changes. If they make changes, I don't know. Frank is doing that, but if they make changes, then it's still a very, very experienced team. We saw the lineups when we did the analyze yesterday. Um, then I saw they made eight or nine changes in the in the games. So when you look then at the team, then you they are playing Pedro, used to play because Abraham was fit, and they are playing Pedro, Giroud, and William. Wow, <laughs> that's a nice second um, formation if you want after after. So that's the we don't really think it's no it's not more pressure or less pressure than before. It's just a. Last 16 of the FA Cup, um, and we want to go through. That's the plan, and that's um, what hopefully everybody can see. And do you feel like, obviously, there's selection issues there in terms of you know, your strongest team or whatever, but do you feel the loyalty to the team, the players that have played through the FA Cup, will they continue to play in the FA Cup? It's not about loyalty. These boys are our boys, and they, they did what they did. And if, if we would win the FA Cup in the end, um, they would be involved in all the celebrations. If they will play tomorrow night, I don't know. Um, we will see that. Um, for sure, not all of them. It will not be, but it was not FA Cup, it was uh, Aston Villa, this team now. <laughs> Straight against Aston Villa was a different competition anyway. And um, that from the Shrewsbury team, for sure. There will be boys um, in the squad, and who will start then? We will see. But it's, it's, a, different, it's a different situation like it was in the last round. It, uh, if you see that the, the Shrewsbury team, the team who played Shrewsbury at Shrewsbury, that was actually uh, an FA Cup team for us in that moment, which we thought would make sense. We couldn't get the result we wanted, that's why we had to play a second time, but it will not be exactly the team who played the second time then against Shrewsbury. And I know obviously you've got you know, a huge lead still in the, in the league, and, and then there's been a couple of defeats recently, but some Liverpool fans be a bit paranoid about the fact that you know, there's a coronavirus around as well, you know, all this, you know, some getting teased by other fans about potentially the league being suspended or anything. Do you have a message for any paranoid local fans? I don't think that our fans are paranoid. I think people who has, well, are not interested in us bringing up these stories. I can't believe that the Liverpool fans are thinking about it. And I actually speak to Liverpool fans. If anybody wants to ask me about that and uh, how much sense it would make to, to, to what is that? To delete all the results of this season and tell me who will play next year Champions League and stuff like this would be really interesting. A nice story. Always, obviously, some newspapers have always to write something. But when I saw it first time, I really thought, "Wow, really something. Somebody thinks something like that." So, Liverpool fans are not silly enough to believe in these things. Yeah. In the last few weeks against Atletico and Watford, what's made it so difficult for your side to break down these teams when 
you've played a lot of teams this season who've played in a similar way and sat back. Just a moment, the quality of Atletico, for example, how they did it. It's a world-class team and then you play against them and they're set up like this. That's, a, that's the biggest challenge in football. Um, um, and it's football things, just football things. So play the balls in the right spaces, um, overplay the last line in the right moment, not only, but, but for example, long balls from the last line, but from, from half spaces. How you can, the, the first goal City scored yesterday against Aston Villa. It's a perfect example, again, how you how you have to play against a team like this because it's a it's a chip ball, I'm not sure, from 20 yards for Foden, who is sprinting in behind the last line and heads the ball back to Aguero and he can do it. You need to have much more of these situations. That's football, just football situations. We had these moments, we scored in similar situations. Um, for example, the Norwich goal was a ball in behind the line, but it was a different situation, but we had these these moments a lot of time. That's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. But again, it's easy to. I can ask every week for the for the for the perfect solutions and stuff like this. But the boys have to deliver that, and that's that's because we are all and they are especially human beings. It's not that easy, and they did it so often so well. So that's why I said um, we are not. We are. We don't lie to ourselves. It was not that we said it was cable happen, and then we don't care how it happened. No, we made a meeting about that game, um, showed the situations, what we had, could have done better, and now we have to make sure that we do it better. If there are similar situations, because I would guess that um, um, the game tomorrow night will be different. Chelsea is a, is a, a football playing side. I think from a passing point of view, um, one of the top 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 sides in in in, in the league for sure. And um, that's where we have to find a, a, a solution for that first and foremost. So it will be a complete completely different challenge. Chelsea builds up the game pretty much constantly. If they don't do against us, then it's over. But I, I wouldn't imagine that in a moment. Um, so we have we need to defend them really well and then there will be different spaces and stuff like this. It's it's similar. But we always we spoke about that three years ago, how to play against um um deep blocks and uh, we improved a lot in that and now in these games when you don't win them, that's the reason why. That's the reason why other teams didn't win football games where everybody expected them to win it. Because you have to do the right things again and again and again and we didn't do it often enough. And I know you said about what the game not affecting your fault in terms of team selection for tomorrow night. But how... yeah, it affects, of course, because we played it and it was intense, <clears throat> that effect, but not the result. But does this game against Chelsea take on maybe a bit more significance in terms of getting back to winning ways and avoiding back-to-back -back defeats? <laughs> yes, you don't want to lose football games, so do we want to win the game more because we lost the last one? I, I don't know. We want to win football games constantly. Um, yes, it's more important. I don't know. It's very important. The most important game we, we, we have because the only one we play, it's, a, it's the FA Cup and you have only one chance. We, we have to win it if you want to go through. Um, whichever way we use to do so, and that's what we have to make sure. But um, it will be really difficult, and we cannot. It will be not easier for us because uh, only because we lost the last game, and now we have an extra motivation or whatever. Chelsea have um, pr plenty of reasons by themselves and um, why they want to go through. So that will be a tough one. It's a FA Cup, eh? so and two big teams play against each other, and it will be interesting. Jürgen, they, it wasn't an easy season for them so far, but they found themselves at fourth place. So what do you think about the job that Frank Lampard is doing at Chelsea at the 
Super job, whatever I could see, it's it's completely normal. I think so. I, I like the I like the project a lot. I'm not sure. Maybe because the transfer ban was not really planned, but uh, having this amount of sensational young players is uh, is really nice, and they are all ready to play Premier League, obviously, and um, so they did really well so far. But the fight for the Champions League that means you have to beat one, two, at least three or four teams, which you with similar um, circumstances, similar. Uh, Opportunities, possibilities, and stuff like this, and um, that makes and that's for a really long season, a really demanding season, by, with playing Champions League and all that stuff. So that's not so easy, but uh, the the way they 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 go is really looks really promising, and Frank is doing an incredible job. But for all managers, it's um, and especially Frank, he's a very successful player. Um, the, to deal with defeats is the biggest challenge for all of us. And um, but I thought so far they did really brilliant. No, it's not fair, but it's the world. It's of course not fair. Um, if anybody gave now uh, Dian Lovren the blame for for our defeat, then I can't help these people. It's just. Look, a lot of times in my life I speak to people they know lesser about than I about football. That's okay. I'm a well-paid Premier League manager. I should know a little bit more than most of the people, but it's on that level I cannot discuss. So you have to see the situations. Yes, and it was a, a massive challenge uh, for Dejan to, to play against Troy Deeney. So many other centre-halves in the world would struggle in these specific situations. And, it's just, and Joe had problems in similar situations before that. Probably everybody forgets it now and then in these situations, in that moments. That's how it is. But losing the first ball is never the problem in these situations because Troy cannot score from there where he picks up the balls from Foster or whatever. Um, so it's all about the formation around that, picking him up. And I don't remember a lot of situations where they had then immediately um, uh, a chance after that. It was the fight for the, for the throw-in. That's yeah, that's the one situation. But we could have avoided that goal in two other situations on top of that. So it's not like that. So it's completely normal. And both um, Dejan and Joel played for us on this position. Sensational games. But like everybody in life, you need to, to be healthy. Then you have to get fit. And when you are fit, you need rhythm. So that's the most difficult thing to get in, in professional football because um, if you're out, you have sessions, stuff like this, but you don't play that often. So that's the situation. But he's a, an outstanding centre-half. Who replaced then Hendo? Oh, Oxley. <laughs> so Oxley is a super player. So that's how it is. It's always the same. That we didn't. If you can tell me one player on, on Monday night. No. When did we play? Today is Monday, Saturday. Oh, sorry, Saturday. Who played his normal level? I would be really surprised. And it's not because um, two boys played; they didn't play a week or two before. It's up to nothing to do. It's one of these questions which probably people ask uh, when they don't know what to ask. Um, really, sorry, Carl, but um, you knew it before. 
that it has nothing to do with that, and I made a really long answer of it anyway. Sorry. Thank you. Welcome. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.